0: Damn, son, where'd you find this? Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 102 of the Fly Route Podcast. I am your host, Anthony, aka Tony Playboy, aka the Hertz Locker, aka Cardiac Arrest. And I'm here with the guys. Y'all got any AKAs
1: for yourself? What's up, T.O.? Man, this week, you know, I'm just rocking with Mac and Cheese back in action. We finally got my man's coordinator out here. Hiring up new coaches. I'm looking forward to the season.
2: <laughs> Sam, aka Sean Payton, aka the Russ Whisperer. What up? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got nothing. Else.
3: It's Cliff, aka the Glove. How we rocking this week? Facts, facts, facts.
0: We got an exciting show today. We are breaking down the Super Bowl, giving our reactions to the conference championships as well as Pro Bowl weekend and a lot, lot more.
3: The fly route, pot, The fly route, pop. The fly route, pop. The fly route, pot All
0: right. We're going to start with our Pro Bowl recap. Cliff is going to lead us off. We've also all beaten pieces of the reimagined Pro Bowl. All right. What we got?
3: So, I mean, like in years past when they do like some of the challenges and like gauntlet and like the dodge So they did those type of things. Um, they did, they had like a, a challenge where it was, it was called the longest drive as far as like golfing though. They was just hitting it as far as they could. Um, and Jordan Poirier ended up coming out on top on that. Um, they obviously had the precision passing with the quarterbacks. Um, honestly, it was it was interesting to see, but uh, Derek Carr won, and he just like <laughs> he honestly just like tag 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 the the one the one piece that was real close. It just like stole points, um, and then Tyler Huntley comes in second place overall. I'm like a guy who didn't throw a touchdown pass. <laughs> <laughs> is number two. But uh, that so that was that was uh, that was interesting to see. Um, they had did a new thing as far as the like catching, uh, the best they called it the best catch, so it had Mont Saint Brown and Stefan Diggs against each other. Um, it was it's tough because it was the first time. I feel like they had like a trampoline for them to jump off, but it gave them no air. Like they got no air off it. Like, <laughs> it was like barely getting off the ground. But uh Ahmad St. Brown ended up taking that. Uh he had a behind the back one, I think. Um or no, he did a he did a flip and then he caught it. It was like a side, a side, side flip and then he caught it. Um that was we had uh the gridiron gauntlet where the the big guys run through the wall and kind of like do the little thing. But hey, Spider Brian Burns got missing. Through the, <laughs> hey, up the wall. Oh, he and uh, apparently Miles Garrick actually got hurt. Just look it. at his toe. Yes, <laughs> got hurt he got it.
2: So, it popped back in place though. He's good. okay. That's he cool. doesn't need surgery you <laughs> <laughs> get hurt,
3: that's crazy. But uh yeah, he got missing. Um and then they had a, a challenge called the move the chains where there was a wall and each wall had like four chains, like the like the like NFL like sideline chains. And then on the other side of the wall they had like hella weight on there. I think it was like something like it was something crazy, like hella just Plates, dumbbell plates, and they had to take them all off, and then pull the wall past the line to to be able to get it. It was like all the bigs. It was like all bigs, um, but it was it was really just about getting the plates off and pulling the wall. Like, but it was a uh, it was competitive, and the big guys. They it seemed like the players had a lot of fun with it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and I think I don't want to watch this shit we've been watching before in the Pro Bowl anyway. So. Um, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dodgeball stuff was tough. Um, Saquon uh, went down to the wire with Demario Davis when they went offense versus defense. Demario got disqualified because he, he hit him in the face. <laughs> so, so Saquon got the dub. Um, and then uh, when the AFC went against the defense and offense, Marlon Humphrey ended up beating um, Josh Jacobs.
0: What's poppin' jury? Appreciate you stopping through.
1: I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Like you say, I'd rather see them be competitive with these challenges. Now, honestly, I, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I enjoyed it. Like, I was watching the drive, and you just see the guys out there having fun, you know what I'm saying? Like, some of the guys, that really, it seemed like they never played golf before ever, hitting the car, right. And, you know, it was just funny. Hey, yeah. But, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd rather see that. I'd rather see the dodgeball than Patty cake football, like practice. That's like practice football for them, like. Right. Yeah,
3: that shit that shit ain't real. Like, and and like the other the other piece of it that I think they had. This is where they kind of went wide with it, and then I'll get into the games because I, I think the games were actually competitive. But mm-hmm. um, they did tick, t- they did kick, tack toe, where <laughs> the the kickers, punters, and long snappers had to hit the target to essentially win in a game of tic-tac-toe. AFC mm-hmm. NFC. And the the long snappers ended up being the best at it, but they're not supposed to be long snapping that high. Like that, that doesn't even <laughs> it didn't even make sense. Like Brug literally got on there and said I would lose my job if I came out if I did this when I you know did my job. The the punters Couldn't hit anything. They're putting the ball in the air, and the ball just goes above the shit. Like that kind of
1: makes sense, though. But it, but it's just about skill, though. I think. But it, it doesn't, it
3: doesn't, it doesn't have any relevance. And then the kickers obviously had a better chance too. But the long snappers were the ones that was hitting it because they were just looking through their legs and launching it between their legs, versus trying to kick it. Hit a. It it was kind of like it was kind of like I get the concept, but they could have rather they could have they could have put like targets or like mm-hmm. you know it had a kick it like for punters it had them hit it in a in a bucket or something like something crazy like or as close as you get to it or something like that where it actually makes it like relevant it was kind of just lame but uh that, other than that other than that the the flag football games were super competitive i don't know if you guys saw any highlights from them but yeah um <laughs> the guys they was just they was just having fun out there like it just like, they was, they was, and it was really competitive. Like, you don't want to lose. and You don't want to look stupid. CD,
4: exactly.
3: CD, CD had, CD actually went crazy. And I don't know, it don't mean nothing, but it's because it's a flag game.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but
3: it is a bunch of NFL guys out there competing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the, everybody hyped up the Jalen Ramsey hit. He didn't even try to hit him. Uh, <laughs> he didn't even try. I mean, he was, ch- Devontae it, Adams pitched it back for no reason because he was going to score anyway. Yeah, he but that's it. just like showmanship. Like, that shit was hard. Yeah. That pitch back, yeah. that pitch back, it while was. he
4: got hit, that was
0: hard. I was just like, "That's the whole point." <laughs> but Jalen Ramsey
3: didn't even see it till like he was already, he was already going for the flag. Going, I for just the flag, think
1: a, I think it just goes to show how much fun they were having, you know. Like, and it, this ain't like Sean Taylor coming out here killing the punter, you know, <laughs> some years ago. Like yeah. these guys literally out here playing. Oh, form tackle, next play, like. You know how you go to practice, yeah. oh, break down, form tackle, yeah. move on. That's literally what we've been watching the past couple of years, and To actually see the guys having fun. And then some of the things, you know, some of us I feel like will be more into than others. Like, oh, you were just talking about what the kick-tack-toe, like, specialists might be really into that. They might really thought that was interesting. Just like yeah. we like the old. You know, like special catch, like the duck contest, similar to that. Or, yeah, you know, things like that. Flag, even the flag football. So I just feel like just having stuff for everybody, I guess, too. But, like, it's just more interesting and guys have fun. It's, it's different stuff. Hopefully they're able to come up with different ideas every year to keep, you know, people into it. I, I mean, think
0: I thought, that was the huge part. Because like, okay. the
1: Pro Bowl was a joke
0: after
4: a while. Yeah. And really now, like, joke.
0: the innovation has made it something that's a little bit more interesting and probably will start increasing the viewership and whether or not people care about watching it over time. So that brings us to the conference recap. And I'm going to be honest. I don't want to talk about this 49ers game because that shit was sad. <laughs> that shit was just sad, yo. Like, I that shit was sad.
1: It was. On, it was sad, man. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. Like, I, I was done watching it. <laughs>
0: Jury said, you ever watch paint dry?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just sitting there waiting for that one to be over, man. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. But for the conference recap. Having to get Tommy John. To yeah, man. It's, year. That's it's crazy. bad. Especially for them to get to this point, go undefeated, and then in the conference championship lose 31-7 to the Eagles. I mean, pretty much in a game where neither offense, honestly, was doing anything spectacular. And that's the thing is if the Niners had a competent quarterback, maybe we would have seen a better game. So, I mean, this is the second year in a row for the 49ers, and obviously they they lost to the Eagles 31-7. But big headlines here was Bosa and Purdy getting hurt early on. Obviously, Purdy being the bigger story here, being Mr. Irrelevant, bowling up until this point, goes out with the UCL elbow injury. And then their fourth string quarterback, Josh Johnson, was thrown in the mix and got blended. So Josh Johnson went nine for 13 for only 73 yards. This man had a QBR of 14.7. Yes, you heard that right. 14.7. Let my man yeah. live. He ain't belonging there.
0: And then they and they got his ass about there real quick. <laughs>
1: So, just let him live, yeah. man. Let we we live. knew it was bad when he went out with the concussion, and then they put Purdy back in, just but he couldn't the ball. throw. Hand the ball on. Yeah, he couldn't throw. So, it was like, I honestly would have rather seen Christian McCaffrey at quarterback. They should have like, done you, something. You had to do something different. Like, there's no way you're down this much second half. You still have a chance. The game isn't over. And like I said, it wasn't like the Eagles' offense was doing anything spectacular. You put Christian McCaffrey Lamar in there, package. hey, yeah, see Mac Lamar Jackson's packages, tell him
3: go crazy. <laughs> I, would hey, have I, have seen I would rather seen that. I know he got run think. plays. I know he yeah. got run plays. He run the ball. You, yeah, you, gotta, yeah. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have something, man. You gotta pull. You put Last package, the had. yeah. You <laughs> I mean, used to play quarterback.
1: <laughs> Look, he's an ex-quarterback. He
3: can throw the ball too. You so. got guys like Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey. That's what And you can't figure it out. Like, Wildcat
2: Debo would have been, I feel like, the move. Mm -hmm.
1: That or CMC. You could do both. Have both of them run a Wildcat. Crazy shit. (laughs) Also, CMC played quarterback. So, we've seen him throwing touchdowns this season, previous seasons. Like, I mean, he's played quarterback. So, let let him go out there. And I'd rather you give him a chance and somebody that can actually throw the ball instead of just turn around.
3: Give you a best player chance at that point.
1: Yeah, like give the guys a chance to win the game. So I, I just it, feel like copy the ball. Even if
0: they won that game, the super bowl really wouldn't have been shit because Brock, yeah. Brock was not coming back. All right. <laughs>
2: so now I'm not go mad. To the
0: super bowl with John yeah. Johnson. They probably could have they picked up a free agent. Jimmy I don't G- know who they picked up Jimmy G. Oh yeah, actually, Jimmy G might have been he ready. Been
2: Jimmy G yeah. may have suited up. You never know. Yeah, right? yeah,
1: you're yeah. right. So you know, we, we, we just would have liked to see more better competition in the conference championship game. But their top receiver also was Devo Samuel, who only had three catches for 33 yards. Uh, CMC was the best player for them, which we already know. His talent at 15 carries, 84 yards and a touchdown. He actually averaged 5.6 yards per carry, which is pretty good. And we see. I know y'all seen him, you know, break that run for the touchdown, which was, I mean, that's
0: why he averaged five point six. Yeah, <laughs>
3: <laughs> don't let the puck
4: yeah. was <laughs>
3: he, he broke a couple. He broke a couple. Couple of ones that that like. I honestly, he just broke because he's him. Because if I'm the Literally. Eagles, you know, you stack in the box. Like I don't. I'm not worried. I'm, I'm stacking the box. I play man. I'm not worried about you throwing the ball at all. So they was in, he was just being him. And I mean, averaging five yards a carry in that, in that type of game against that defense is actually that's what I'm saying.
1: It's pretty solid. And so the the Eagles' offense, like I said, was not impressive either. Hertz went 15 20 for 25, 131 yards. And he didn't even throw a touchdown, although he ran for one. Uh, Devontae Smith was their leading receiver. Who only had two catches for 36 yards? One of them wasn't even a catch, but we don't talk about that.
0: <laughs> he got up. He was like, hey, oh. yeah." <laughs> I
4: don't know why they look
1: at that. You got uh Kenneth Gainwell being there, leading back. Yo, let's um, let's run into the
0: AFC because there was actually action in the AFC.
1: Uh, you know, I'm just the people that you know didn't know about this. So I was just giving them a rundown, but. This was painful for the Niners, but they do have, like I said, a bright future with Trey Lance and Brock Purdy. Uh, but the move over to the Chiefs and Bengals, obviously we know it was a lot more action on this side, pretty competitive game. The Chiefs ended up winning 23-20 on a game-winning field goal, which was a pretty – <sighs> that play at the end. We all know in Patrick Mahomes, it was kind of painful for Sensi for to go out there and do that. Um, But – I mean, both offenses honestly put on a show for, you know, and, and made it a competitive game. I mean, Patrick Mahomes went out there and went 29 43, 326 yards, two touchdowns. And uh, Marquez Valdez Scantlin was his top receiver. He had six catches, 116 yards, and a touchdown. However, run game was non existent. Pacheco had 10 carries for 26 yards. And on the flip side, Burrow went 26 41. For 270 in the touchdown. However, he threw two picks, which is crucial in a game like this. Mm-hmm. And his leading receiver was T Higgins, who had six catches for 83 yards and a touchdown. And you know it's a rough day when Joe Burr your leading rusher. He only ran the ball four times and you know, only had 30 yards. So you know it's a rough day in office if Joe Burr your leading rusher. Mm-hmm. But another brutal loss for Cincinnati and another big missed opportunity for them heading to another Super Bowl and getting another chance at winning. So what's y'all thoughts on this game? Uh, Okay, did anybody really feel like –
0: so we all saw the memes, the ref stuff, like Mm -hmm. the way the calls were going.
2: Were y'all watching this game and feeling similarly? I mean, not in any, like, conspiracy type of way, but it was just bad calls. Like, especially – The debacle of them calling off the third down play, no one hearing it, and then letting Mahomes get another third down play. That play didn't end up being the thing that sealed the game for the Chiefs. They ended up, you know, uh, not converting on the the second play anyway. But I just felt like some of the calls, especially down the stretch, starting with that and then some of the um, pass interference calls down the stretch were, I don't know. A bit much. Obviously, the late hit on Mahomes was a late hit, so yeah. I don't think that anyone complaining about that is justified, but um I think the other ones were kind of questionable. Again, not in any type of conspiracy way, but it's just like <laughs> <laughs> hey. yo, the fact that you'd be like, Hey, yo, but like, hey. Not, hey. Hey. but
0: like I'm not like I'm not like wallet, like <laughs> I mean that
3: might have been on that might have been on the script.
0: The, hey. hey, hey, the scripting is hilarious. Mostly because Ariel Foster was joking. Hey, but every all the, players, hey. all the
3: NFL players are joking about that shit now, though. They yeah.
0: Hey, it got a whole life of its own now. It's like, yeah, that wasn't in the script, you know? Like,
1: hey. <laughs> Yeah, but, I mean, I, I feel like we're, we're suited for a pretty good Super Bowl here with the Chiefs and Eagles. Because I don't feel like the Eagles, per se, have seen an offense like the Chiefs. And obviously a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. So, it's going to be pretty interesting, to say the least. Um, you know,
0: that's a good segue to go straight into the Super Bowl preview. Because this is interesting for us. I right? We are continuing our challenge bracket. Uh, I went from first to sixth place. Yeah. Because <laughs> I had a... Uh, <laughs> I had a niners Bengals Super Bowl. That did not work out. Um, (laughs) If the Eagles win, we will have a three-way tie for first place with Cliff, T.O., and B. Roche. Shout-out to a listener submission, because no one in our bracket challenge had the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. Not a single person on the pod, a listener, nobody. However, if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, B. Roche will stand alone in first place and win our bracket challenge. We know Mahomes isn't 100%, but that does stop him from locking in and using them legs to win that game. Mm. So we want to talk the keys to victory for each team. I want to start with the Eagles. What do y'all think are the keys for the Eagles to come away with their second Super Bowl championship?
2: I would say the pass rush. It's been the best in the league all season and getting to Mahomes and making him uncomfortable, even if the ankle is healed up still you don't want to give him any time to be able to improvise and they got to continue to be the best pass rush if they want to have a chance to win I feel like valid valid I like that for sure um, for me I'm going
1: to say they're passing attack the and and the reason I'm going to go there because they only got like seven rookies on defense like getting valuable playing time like a lot of playing time a lot of young DBs out there so I mean if if you're going to, I mean, Eagles defense is tough. So, like, I feel like they can hold their own with the Eagles. I mean, with the Chiefs. However, you're going to have to score some points. So, and I, I think there, it's got to be the passing attack because you just seen the Chiefs shut down the Bengals' path I mean, rushing attack. Joe Burrow was the leading rusher. So I think it has to be the pass. Jalen Hurts letting it rip.
0: I gotta ask, because we used to think conventional wisdom used to be like to beat the Chiefs, you have to be able to run the ball, eat clock, mm-hmm. and make sure Mahomes doesn't get that ball back. Like mm-hmm. keep him off the field as much as possible. And when I was thinking keys, I'm like, the Eagles have to do that because Bro. the more chances you give Mahomes, he's 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 gonna convert points on the like he's doing it. He's <laughs> like he's like that, right? But if you're like the deep shots, the big passing game is where it's going to be at, do you see the Eagles having success with the run?
1: I feel like it can open the run up. So, you know, obviously we say a lot of the times that the runs going to open the pass up, but throw it open up the the run. Like, I feel like it can work both ways because I feel like they – like I said, I feel like they don't have a lot of experienced guys in that back end. So, I mean – you got the receiving core and they've been showing it all season to go out there and attack them guys. So I'm going right at them. If I'm, if I'm the Eagles, like, listen, <laughs> I bet not see AJ Brown by himself. Not now time. <laughs> yeah. I think. <laughs> Every <time>. Hey Cliff. <laughs> <think it's> got- <laughs> <laughs> Dial it up. Dial it up. I
3: think you gotta, I think you gotta go. I think you, I think they're going to have to be able to do what they've been doing all season. And that's running the ball though. I think that's, always essential to your game because it just opens up so much more your offense. Like Jaden Hurts is gonna have to step up and be and be a guy. You you know your defense in my opinion. Their defense is better entirely than the offense because I think the the guys at receiver for the Chiefs are just like nah to me. Like they're like nah. And the DBs for the Eagles I think are I I'll take those guys. And so you you gotta take Kelsey out of the game. He's gonna He's, he's going to be a problem, but I think it's going to be to do what you've been doing and running the ball and, and not get Mahomes on the field. But I just, I know I picked the Eagles to lose, but like I just feel like their defense is going to carry them regardless, really, really, regardless of how well or how bad sometimes that their offense could be.
0: I'm with that. So, flip side, we're thinking Chiefs, keys to victory, right? We always think Mahomes, Mahomes, Mahomes. But if Isaiah Pacheco doesn't
1: have a good game, I don't think the Chiefs can win this.
0: I'm it's so tough for him that. to have a good game, go like
1: though.
0: hey, Running he, against
1: I, that front, hey, good luck.
0: <laughs> if he can't, like, I just think it's going to be difficult because we talk about this Eagles pass rush. If you can't run the ball effectively, bro, they, they're they going to eat Mahomes alive. Like, you know how they get down. Like, we were just <laughs> talking about how they get down. Like, for real. We do, we were just talking about how they get down. Like I don't like, and we don't. I'm not going to speculate super about like how healthy his ankle is at this point. But if you have that man running around, not just to like seal an individual play, but just to like survive the game.
3: Oh, he gonna be running around. He gonna have to. <laughs> He's gonna have to be who he is. He can't. Yeah, he, he can't, he to, can't yeah. not be who he is. In that. That run, I mean he didn't Pacheco didn't have a good game. I, I like Pacheco a lot. I think he's a good player. He's a good young player. He didn't have a good game last week against the Bengals front. Uh and I think you're you're uh you're going against to to a much better front and the Eagles. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And
2: it's Mahomes is gonna have
3: to Mahomes is gonna have to put the team on his back to win this game. Okay.
1: Yeah, he's gonna have to improvise. I feel like honestly. It, it, when all else fails, Mahomes is the key to this victory. Like He's going to have to carry them. There's nothing more I feel like needs to be said about that. Like We've seen him do it and just make miraculous plays. And Even in instances like this where he's not fully 100%, I think he can do it, but he's also going to need guys like MVS, Juju, or whomever. Some It's going to be somebody that's going to step up and have an, a good game. Don't know who it's going to be, but I feel like Mahomes is the key to that victory. Like,
0: I feel like that's a you know not a controversial statement. Like, but his supporting cast has been real good while he's been hurt. They have like they have been really solid with keeping him upright, not having to run too much. Like he didn't use his legs all that much in the conference in the copper championship. He was he was pretty protected. He used it to steal the game when it mattered the most. But besides that, he was. Throwing it away if he ain't have it, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Just keep. Like, I don't. I don't think he can do that and beat the Eagles. That front, <laughs> listen. That defense. Is That's different.
3: They're not gonna be able to hold up that that long. That pocket is gonna collapse, and he's gonna have to get rid of. I mean, he's gonna have to get missing because you can't throw it away. You stand in the pocket. He gonna he gonna have to make plays on the run. He, he has to make plays on the run to win this game. You're you're asking. The world of him he, he's going to think you just gonna stand the pocket against that defense and just sit back there and do what you want to do. Nah, he's
1: gonna to have to, yeah, that ain't going to happen.
3: I, I hope he's good. I hope he's at hundred percent because I mean that's what we want to see in the Super Bowl, but we're gonna find out.
1: I think we're gonna see a lot of a lot of improv in this game because guys not gonna be open on the first read. No, that pocket gonna start collapsing. Mahomes gonna to have to do some Mahomes things and find some guys, just whether they're leaking out late or breaking off some sticky coverage. So guys are gonna have to make plays. By. We will talk this spread a little bit later, but we're talking
0: money ball. Who y'all got? Moment it's of crazy. truth, playing. <laughs> moment of truth. <laughs> hey. <laughs>
1: this is tough, bro. I ain't gonna lie
2: to you. I'm taking Philly.
0: I'm taking Philly too. I ain't gonna lie to you. I like Philly. I after like all, Philly. The,
2: all the, after all, we just talked
3: about. It, I mean, it's, yeah. hard, it's hard to say. It's hard to sit here and say you're not gonna take Philly to win this game. Uh, it's yeah, yeah.
4: It's
3: got to be Philly.
0: Got to be Philly. All right. So we got it's a it's a Philly sweep.
1: (laughs) Like I respect the Chiefs, but I mean it's got to be Philly. Like everything is lined up for them. Like they match up perfectly defensively wise, and they got the firepower offense. So like
2: you got to do. I agree. (laughs) I agree with the pick, but I'm surprised it's a sweep.
1: For yeah, sure. I did not I thought
0: somebody would at least, you know, I guess put the cape on for Mahomes, who's supposed to, you know, be the him, the next, the next brand hey, or whatever. He's gonna what have happens. a great game,
1: but I don't know if he's gonna be able to carry this team against this Eagles. Cause listen, if the Eagles get up, that pass rush coming. Cause they know you're not gonna run the ball. Let's let's yeah. let's think Oof.
3: about like what what did he? What happened against the Bucks when he had no when 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 they was getting after his ass? Okay, but that he had, had no offense. rushing yards like, behind a lot of
1: scrimmage.
0: Don't put that on like like he, his offensive line. I know right? they was they were
3: they were they were they were worse. They were worse. Yeah. they were both
0: tackles worse. in the center, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> come on, and, <laughs> my man he, was my man was and
1: in purgatory, and he was, <laughs> and he remember, was still oh, making oh, spectacular
3: oh, plays. He was still making spectacular <laughs> plays, and guys was folding on him
1: though. Yeah, I'm just so saying like, dropping passes, all that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> they have my man in purgatory. We gonna like, see.
3: <laughs> he don't have it, but that's that's the biggest thing is which one of those wide receivers going? Tony can't stay in the game. He can't. He can't stay in the game to save his life. He was at it's that, gonna that be, game in the first quarter. MVS stepped up. Oh, Juju oh, gonna be Jared McKinnon, bro. It's gonna be Jared McKinnon.
0: Okay, I actually have a prop bet for Jared McKinnon that I want to talk to y'all about uh later on today because there's like a very interesting prop for jerry mckinnon in my opinion that i think is kind of money so we will i think i think that's good for our super bowl previews like breakdown thing we could get to our next spot here which is sam who's going to talk to us about the new hires around the nfl and we are going to give you our opinions on them
2: yeah so we're gonna treat this segment similar to the RPO. For those of y'all that listen, we like to do the run-pass option, where we give the guys a couple scenarios and they say whether they're gonna run or pass on it. For these, we're just gonna do it for the hires themselves. If they like the hire, if they don't like the hire, they will run or pass on it based off that. So we'll we will start with let's start with the biggest one, I guess. Uh, Sean Payton gets traded. Uh, From the Saints, his rights um, to his contract, from the Saints to the Broncos, he is replacing Nathaniel Hackett, who had one year with Russell Wilson. You know, Denver had a pretty disastrous year. We don't really need to pontificate on that too much. But Sean Payton coming in, I want to ask T.O., do you like this? You running with it, passing with it, and especially like the trade aspect, because it's not just – they hired Sean Payton to be their coach, but they had to give stuff up to do it. So what do you think? Yeah. I,
1: I mean, I think Sean is a, a good coach, but I'm going to have to pass. Like, what is he doing that's going to win you a Super Bowl? This man only has won, what, one championship? And let's look at it. I mean, he's had some really good opportunities, some really good teams down in New Orleans. Also, let's not forget what they had to give up to get this man. Like, is a head coach really worth your first round pick this year, a, t- a second round and a third round next year, three picks? This man is not impacting your play on the field that much to where you can give up three picks. Personally, I don't like it. I'm not. I, I disagree. Not because you not, not did you not see the same rust I saw
0: last year. I I agree, and that's why they had to do it, bro. Because. They, they extended Russ. He's like there for like six years now on super buku money. But if listen, you can't no, it fix Russell right. Wilson, you're dead. You're dead for the next yes. decade. Exactly. And that's, that's what I'm
1: saying. That's why I don't like it. It wasn't like it wasn't like, okay, Jameis came to New Orleans, right, with Sean. However, it wasn't like Jameis didn't have the arm talent and wasn't putting up numbers. Jameis just was out there going 30 for 30. Now, we talk about a 30 for 30 Russ Okay, but Russ couldn't even get 30 for 30. Yo. You I'm
0: saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, he couldn't you know get I'm the saying. first 30. Know what
2: I'm of I'm kind of get- mixed on it because it's like I agree with Anthony that, like, the sunken cost is that you spent so much to get Russ, you have to make it work, and, and part of that is coaching. But could they have gotten someone else to make Russ work where they wouldn't have had to give up assets because part of making Russ work is, you know, not only designing a a playbook for him, but surrounding him with talent and those picks uh, could definitely be a part of that. But at the same time, Sean was consistently top 10 in yards and points every season. He only had two seasons where he wasn't top 10 in yards he only had three seasons where they weren't top 10 in points and Denver just could not score last year. And I feel like he will be able to reverse a lot of that. Will they win the division or like even compete with the chargers and the chiefs? I don't know, but I think they will be a lot better. Um, but you do have to give up a lot to do it. If it was just signing Sean Payton or hiring him, I'd be a hundred percent on board, but I love it from the saints side. Cause uh, I think just like giving up on the idea that he was ever coming back and getting assets for it is like two for one. Um, like the Saints can just move on. I feel like uh DA shouldn't be coaching the Saints, but like Sean was never going to come back to to take that <laughs> job anyway. So the Saints got their own head coaching problems, but at least they got something back for it. Um I mean, that's I would great say from the
1: Saints' point of view. That's great. Facts.
2: Yeah. The next one I want to talk about is D'Amico Ryans. The Texans hired D'Amico Ryans, former, 49er, former 49ers defensive coordinator, to be their head coach. I want to ask Anthony, you run in or passing with this? Because we had a lot of discussion this year on the pod about Lovie Smith and the Texans setting their coaches up for failure. So do you feel like this is the case, or you feel like this is a genuine hire and they're trying to put their best foot forward? Okay, so it depends on what how we want to think about
0: this. Are we if it's for D'Amico Ryan, I would have passed. If it's for the Texans, I would run. And so far as like D'Amico Ryan is a very talented coach. He is a very good defensive coordinator. And we will see what that's like when he runs an entire team. But as far as like giving somebody the opportunity to really make waves and change your organization and rebuild the culture, usually like, like a defensive head coach should do something like that. So I think that's great for him. But I feel like Lovey Smith and Romeo Cannell were looking at him like that scene and get out with Lakeith Stanfield. Like dead ass, because I don't think you should trust this organization at all. This, this organization has given you no reason over the past, what, two and a half years to trust them in the slightest. But hey, you never know until it works out.
1: Hey. Big congrats to my man for securing the bag. I don't care if he lasts a year. That's all I got to say. <laughs> the, uh, the only
3: uh, upside you can try to have on this is to say that, okay, yes, they hired another black coach, but he is a younger coach than the other ones that they hired in the past. And I think he's had success recently, and maybe you are trying to finally build a coach. We're going to see. I don't think even if he comes out and has a bad year that you guys should be firing him. It does. It doesn't make. It doesn't make. He if he come out and win, if he come out and win five games, I I don't think he should be fired because that team is not a good team. If he come out next, if he come out and win and win eight games, you should be praising him. If he comes out and win eight games, you should be praising him. Like, but he should at least have a year in that program, and I feel like. If that's how the Texans feel, we got a younger coach who's you know shown success. We're gonna we're gonna ride with him versus these older guys that they've hired in the past. And I mean, if he's successful, it's 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 really uh, it's just gonna be it's just gonna be frustrating to see if if they fire him. It's just,
1: yeah, like he 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 needs at least like three years, three to four to start changing the culture. Like it, that's not something that happens. Overnight or the first, like, one to two years. So, like, I definitely think that he, for him, like, as far as securing the bag, regardless of how long he stays in the position, great for him. But I still don't think that, personally, I didn't think he should have took the job. But from securing the bag, securing his future, it's good from that viewpoint. But just like Ant said, I still don't don't trust the Texans based off their history. Most recent history is all we even got to look at. To be yeah. Like, yeah, I didn't think yeah. so, but
2: I feel like any bad team, if they're not giving a new coach at least like three seasons of runway, what what are you doing? Unless you're bringing in a coach because you feel like they're the final missing piece to winning a Super Bowl, why would you only give them one season to try to implement a system? It, it just it is setting people up for failure. So hopefully they turn a new leaf. I mean, they're so going to the, draft their
0: quarterback of the
2: future.
3: So let's see. Like, let's see. Got You got to let him ride from there. He, he drafted the guy. Like, they go going to get a cue. Like, they got to get yeah, a cue. Like, that's where it starts, <laughs> I think.
0: I'm on the same page with Cliff there. Like, I feel like they have to draft the quarterback. And at this point, you don't do that just to break down all the consistency you created for that guy. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's also the Texans. So <laughs> anything is possible don't put it, don't put it past.
2: <laughs> me. Yep. So the other head coaching job that's been filled is the Carolina Panthers. They hired Frank Reich, the former coach of the Colts who was fired halfway through this season. So Cliff, I'm going to ask you are you running or passing with the Frank Reich hire in Carolina?
3: I think I think they had success on defense for for years with the Colts like in and, and I don't understand I don't really understand the hire I know he's had success with the Colts but like they were they were a, like a bad team that continued to lose and, I mean making the playoffs like just quarterback through quarterback like it's supposed to be the quarterbacks like I don't I don't know if it was the it seems like a Panthers hire like that's his best way to say it. Like it just seems like a Panthers hire. Like I,
4: I, 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 think that I think I think that defense
3: though is comparable. Colts Panthers defense is comparable as far, as far as the pieces they have. But then you go that offensive side. I don't think that offensive line is better than the than the Colts. I don't think your running backs definitely not better. And I don't know who your quarterback is. They don't know who their quarterback is. So. I don't know and, and that's Frank Wright couldn't couldn't have a quarter. He didn't have a, a quarterback in his time with the Colts for real for a, Like so I don't know, I don't know what to expect from this, but I don't I don't I'm not I'm not rocking with it. I think
1: good for Frank Wright. <laughs> <laughs> I mean yo. I ain't rocking with it from the simple fact that I feel Steve Wilkes have got an opportunity from what he did from the time he took over as the head coach that's the reason I'm not rocking with it. Like I said, I mean, Frank Wright is good for him. He played there as well as a player. But I still think Steve looks should have got an opportunity. So that's just me personally That's what I think.
2: I'm with you, T.O. I, yeah. I thought he did a really good job. And, like, the fact that, you know, this is ironic that we're talking about the Colts. I feel like Jeff Saturday got a way more legitimate shot or is getting a way more legitimate shot to come back and be the full-time head coach after being an interim with almost no experience and really no success after taking over the job, whereas Steve Wilkes, like, actually turned the team around (laughs) with nothing because they traded away Christian McCaffrey before giving him the job. So, like, dude was out here winning games and, and really making the division a question with Dante Foreman and Sam Darnold. They, they got rid of Baker My and Jeffrey.
0: Dante. He oh, was bowling. God, Dante. Yeah. He,
3: he turned but, up, but th- not, that's real. Though. It's like- not
2: who you would expect to be, you know, competing for a division championship with. Is I all I'm saying. Right. Especially with he Tom Brady in that
3: the division. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I want to I just want to run through some of the coordinators real quick. Uh, Anthony, I want to get your thoughts on Brian Flores taking the defensive coordinator job. For the Vikings, from his perspective, you are running or passing? And from their perspective, are you running or passing? From his perspective, I'm definitely running just
0: because I think, like, that is a job where you have the talent to succeed. Like, say whatever you want about, like, how abysmal they were this year. We were all thinking, wow, shouldn't this team's defense be significantly better considering all the guys they have on that squad? Right? And – if you're Brian Flores, you're like, well, if I can take those that talent, right, and turn that defense around. You see like if you if you give me guys, I make it happen, right? And I think that offense is so good that like that could take that team and bring them to a completely different level. Cuz I don't see that offense dropping off, right? Like Kirk Cousins is always going to be Kirk Cousins. Similar to Dak Prescott. Like it, Justin <laughs> Jefferson is always getting better. So, like, I think that's a great position for him. I like that he took it instead of uh, trying to see if he got the Cardinals head coaching job, which he was in the running for. He was, like, one of the finalists for but took this job instead because talk about bad fucking job. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away. <laughs> that's Stay away. one of them. So, um, yeah, I like it a lot.
2: Well, you know, T.O., I got to ask you about Bill O'Brien getting hired as the offensive coordinator for the Pats. What are your thoughts as a Pats fan?
1: I'm just thankful. Listen. (laughs)
2: Listen. Some coordinator needed.
1: Yes, (laughs) please. I I, I think it was a great hire, though. Um, He fits right back into our system. He's been there before. Um, He's done great things with us. We put up record-breaking seasons with him as the offensive coordinator. Uh, even from back, the two tight end sets. We have two really good tight ends right now, which I feel like he can implement down to our offense, as well as we do have the players, I feel like. I feel like we should trade for a receiver, but we'll just stick with him calling the offense for now, which I feel like will be 10 million times better than Matt Patricia and Joe Judge and Bill Belichick moonlighting. So, <laughs> I mean – Great hire, I feel like, from both sides. Um, Getting him back up to the NFL level. I feel like he deserves – he's a great coach. Terrible GM. So, I feel like he's a great coach. So, I I really like the hire for both sides because it was desperately needed from New England and for him to be able to get back up to the NFL level with a guy who actually – I mean, he might be able to implement a lot of the same stuff that Matt ran in college. So, I feel like hopefully we'll we'll see a different. Might be able to see a different Mac potentially, and being with a real coordinator, we should see. Okay, obviously, and a quarterbacks coach seeing more of. Okay, what do Mac want to run, and being more successful, hopefully. So it's a great hire from both
2: sides, in my opinion. Nice, I agree with that. This last one I got
0: gonna look different.
2: Oh, okay yeah yeah let's pause on that one I'm sorry quick. like like you
0: got a lot of hope that like are you hoping that you <laughs> can get back to rookie year Mac Jones or do you think he can show you an entirely different Mac Jones than what we
1: understand now we know what he can be but I just think we'll see a different Mac Jones like more of a rookie Mac Jones but not as tamed per se because like As a rookie, he was really good under Josh McDaniels. However, I feel like he was on the leash, and so I feel like we can see more of that rookie Josh. I mean, rookie Mac Jones. But at this point, he's been he's played two seasons, so we know, you know, the type of player he is and what we can get out of him. So I don't feel like he should be on the leash. So hopefully, we can see a different Mac Jones, improved. Not necessarily saying he's gonna look like his rookie self, but an improved per se rookie Mac Jones, but a lot more leeway now because he's gotten a couple seasons on his belt.
2: Okay, right, that's valid. Uh the Cowboys and Kellen Moore agreed to depart, agreed to part ways. He got hired as the offensive coordinator for the Chargers, and the Cowboys hired Brian Schottenheimer as their offensive coordinator. So I just want your thoughts. On Kellen Moore going to the Chargers and Brian were coming in as, as his replacement.
3: Well, Kellen, I'm happy for Kellen. He got a great situation he's walking into. And if he can't figure it out, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say to you, bro. Um, if somebody had to go, it wasn't going to be Dak. They just paid him. They committed years to him. Um, I like Dak. I've been saying I like Dak, but – Maybe it was his offensive coordinator Give him. I mean, I got, I'm a, I'm still a fan. So I gotta, I mean, he's here. So, I mean, I gotta, I I gotta (laughs) run out with him.
4: So we're going to see
3: how, you know, what, how it happens now. Um, yeah. Kellen Moore's got a great situation. He's got a lot of weapons. Um, that's a, that's a great OC position to be in. Um, I think, I think that team has better overall skill players than the Cowboys. Um, and he should be successful there if he knows what he's doing. Uh, they had <laughs> a what he's doing. Hey, look, they had to get a they had to get an OC after after their debacle. So <laughs> we're gonna see what he do there now. So, <laughs> um, but I think the Cowboys they hired Brian Schottenheimer, but Mike McCarthy's calling the plays. So I think this is finally okay. You got us here. You got us here. You got us here now you're calling the plays. Now, essentially the offense is in your hands. You have more control of what's going on. Now I think it's all Mike McCarthy. And I think it should have, it should have been on him. I think, I, I think they rode with Kellen Moore because they always, always, always ride with their guys until, you know, they always feel like their guys are the best guys. As far as homegrown guys, draft picks, coaches, they just always feel that way. And it's, it's something that gets them stuck, and you you end up stuck. And that's what you was with Kellen Moore, and I think it was just about time to move on with him. Um, but it's really on Mike McCarthy this year to see if he can call that offense effectively. Uh, seems like we're going to get Tony Pollard back. I'm excited about that. That's the only one I really care about that was an upcoming free agent. Um, I hope he's even close to what he was it's after the injury. But um, we're going to see what happens, though. Nice.
0: Are you happy I, yeah. with this dude calling plays?
3: Um, I don't know how to feel about it. It's just it, to me, it's just like we are gonna see what you're gonna do. Like I, I really don't. I mean, you are the head coach, you taking over the play calling. We had, in my opinion, like Kellen Moore did a good job calling plays, but at times he he would be like, "What are you doing?" Like at times you're like, "What are you doing?"
2: Like, as an <laughs> offensive
3: coordinator, like in certain situations in the game. But the same with Mike McCarthy, like in his. Game, I think this is going to be a lot on him because I've seen him make questionable calls as far as not calling timeouts, calling timeouts, like different situations like that in, in in games. And you're like, what are you doing? So can you handle the pressure of calling offensive plays and doing your job as a head coach? I don't know. But I think it's all on his shoulders. And I think Jerry Jones is be like, here, you got it. And I think if he don't figure it out, he he probably gonna be on he's gonna be on the hot seat.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree That's definitely that. a lot on the head coach's plate to be head coach and call plays. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. The
2: last one I got is not a coaching one. I just want to ask you about this one real quick, Anthony, because the Titans hired a new GM and a new offensive coordinator, and they've been linked to having interest in the Bears' number one overall pick. As we know, the Bears have a quarterback in Justin Fields. A lot of people think that number one overall pick is going to be used to draft one of the three quarterbacks in this draft bryce young cj stroud will levis so a lot of people think the bears are going to trade back uh runner pass do you want the bears to trade back and take someone else do you want them to draft a quarterback do you want them to just take like a d lineman first overall what's the move with this pick
0: like i'm i'm actually pro them trading back like i want to see why not like if you think you it depends on how far back you move. That's actually really important. But like for the most part, we don't we know we don't want a quarterback. Facts. Mm-hmm. We know that the D linemen are really good in this draft, but they're not gonna go first and not gonna go second. They're probably not even gonna go third. Right. Get what you need and stock up more picks because our roster, especially on the offensive side of the ball, is lackluster. That's the nice way that I will put it. It's Justin <laughs> Fields. And some boys that we hope can give him some more help. So that being said, I'd like to see us like build through the draft fast rather than slow. And I think the only way that you can do that is by, at least this year, is by trying to make that move, trading back, and giving yourself some more depth quickly. So I like it. Personally, I hope we do it. I would like to see us get multiple really good players in the draft in the first round or first two rounds and like rebuild our team fast so we can
1: make moves while Justin's still on that rookie yeah. contract. If y'all yeah, think the I guy guess. or like the first I say like two or three guys on your draft board is going to be there if you move back to whatever spot, I say do it. And they should be cuz we assume it's going to be a run for quarterback at the top, right? It's going to be for sure. It's, it should
3: <laughs> it, it should definitely be like the only guys that could I feel like the only guys that could potentially throw a loop and take, you know, a Will Anderson or something are probably, like, the Seahawks, the Lions could come back. If they're, if they're rocking with Jared Goff, I mean, it. I think they've shown they like Jared Goff. I mean,
4: yeah, I, I, don't, right. I don't
3: think they – then you got the Raiders who are are probably going to find their quarterback in, yeah. you know, you know they, I don't know what they – you know what I'm saying? It, then you got it's, – like, it's, it's – It's really tough to say, you know, how far you can actually move back
2: to. It's really a question of those three quarterbacks, the Levis, Bryce Young, and CJ Stroud, and then Will Anderson. I feel like Jalen Carter from Georgia is like the Mm -hmm. D-lineman is the one other guy who's kind of being projected in that top five. But it seems like you could move back somewhere in the top five and get your choice of one of those two D-linemen. Three quarterbacks are probably going top five.
1: I'm going to tell you all right now. Don't be surprised if Anthony Richardson go higher than a lot of y'all think he gonna go. Define higher than a lot of y'all think he gonna go because he going first round. How go. high? Nobody knows. Like nobody like thought Trey, What's nobody that? thought Trey Lance was going third, and I think
0: that might be a cautionary tale. Uh, but yes, I'm with you. I think but Anthony
1: Richardson is really talented from from pure like talent and potential. And the man is – he got the body for it, and he's fast as hell. There's so, going to be a
3: lot of Qs in the first round, bro. Because
1: like,
3: there's a lot of teams yeah. right now that that really don't – I mean, there's a lot – I'm just looking at the list of, like, teams. Like, Qs – like, it ain't going to be like last year where Qs ain't coming out. You got Kenny Pickett the first and the other oh, ones – They the going on the first third. round this year. They, they, <laughs> they, out, they out the gate
4: <laughs> early. There's might-
2: legit, like, seven teams who need a quarterback next year. Yeah. yeah, and the, there are guys with enough hype that, like, you can actually
0: see it happening. Yeah, you know it's going to be mean? that kind of draft. Yeah, which I think is a good thing. Like, we'd like to see that. I Personally, I think, like, I don't know, like, the change of my, around the league is a good thing for me. Like, mm-hmm. shit's getting kind of stale. Like I don't want to see I don't want to see Matt Ryan start again when he goes to his <laughs> next location. Right. I'm 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 dead at. I do not want to see Matt Ryan start again when he goes to his next location. And I have nothing personally against Matt
2: Ryan. Just like unfortunately we probably will.
3: You you might because of because of how many teams need a queue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is and my You know point,
2: the no. you know the commanders are just waiting oh, <laughs> Salivating. That, <right? laughs> oh, that sound, that
3: <laughs> sounds like a, a commander pick right there. Just
2: Salivating. We'll take another we'll take man. another quarterback. right after you
4: guys.
2: Uh, God, this is disgusting. Oh my goodness. Uh and That's it for the hiring. Uh the the hiring segment. There's obviously more hires that have been made, a bunch of coordinators, a bunch of assistant coaches. We would not have time to go through all of them. So I wanted to give you all the highlights and get the guys' thoughts on all of those. But, yep, that's it for the hiring segment. All right. I like that. I like that. We got T.O. with the
1: RPO next. So first question, hot out the gate. So it's for Ant. So Aaron Rodgers will finally move on from the Packers. You're running a passing on that. Yo, actually, I'm gonna run with it. I think that
0: like that's kind of what he's prepping for at this point. At least that's what it feels like. I feel like at the end of this season, he was not plus with his situation. As a nice way to put it, and he had uh <laughs> he might be looking for greener pastures. In particular, we've seen the rumors with um, the Raiders. Sorry, mm-hmm. I, like. Blank for a second, with the Raiders. The Raiders have had a decent amount of rumors talking about, like, he got a crib with Devontae over there now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, 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 look, look, they said it. They, they Like, look, I I, I think it would be interesting. The, uh, I mean, the Raiders definitely need a cue because they're getting rid of Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've seen the Jets be linked to him, another Nathaniel Hackett hire with the hopes of, you know, drawing him in. I feel like the Packers have had enough. And Aaron might have finally had enough as well, so I can see it happening this time.
3: Okay, yeah, dude, that, division, that. that division quarterback will be crazy if, mm-hmm. Russ, if Russ turn up. I mean, <laughs> hey man, hey, if, hey they man. might all hey, playoffs. We
1: all be- hey man. <laughs> they might all. The Forty Nineers like should
2: definitely. Should. The 49ers should definitely try to get in on that too. I mean, they tried to a couple of years ago, so they probably will again. You sending Trey Lance?
3: They said they wouldn't trade him in the NFC, though.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm, well, get over it. I mean, if you're trading Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, <laughs> get over it. Get over it. Are you really about to it. compete? Like the Packers act like they're going to be competing in the NFC for this to matter. They might it, think or so. affect <laughs> them at all. <laughs> they ain't so. be, <laughs> been competing. They ain't competing with Aaron Rodgers. What the, makes you think they're going to compete without him? They might they just too. take take your rebuild. Take the best trade you can get. Yeah, but is that the Niners? The
0: Niners have like no picks because of all the trailer bullshit <laughs> they did. So like if that's you say fair. take the best package, it's not the Niners.
2: That ain't- <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs>
0: it it's anybody but
1: them. <laughs> 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 all right. Um yeah, next next question here is for Cliff. So will the Ravens get a long time, long term deal done with Lamar? You're running the passing. I uh- I think they, they said from rumors they're about $100 million apart. So, I mean, $100 million is <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of money. <laughs> so, are they, are
3: they going? Are they is tagging them an option? Like, you finna pay
1: them $50 million, but yes.
3: I mean, but it's not the full commitment, though. It's just getting you for another year.
1: You might as well pay them long term if you finna pay them $50 million for one year. <sighs>
3: I don't. I don't know what they want to do. To be honest with you, like it. it, it ain't if they. If they, if they that far off, I think. I think you should let him walk. I mean. I, I just feel like people. I feel like they. If if they're doing all this and they're this far off, they don't believe in him as a quarterback. He's got to get that vibe too, and. Mm-hmm. I, let, let him walk. Let him. Let him go. See what he going. You know where he gonna get that Somebody's going to pay him. We just just talked about all the teams that need quarterback. I don't know what kind of situation he's going to be in. Like, I don't know, you know, what's going, where is he? Is he solely going to base it off money and what he needs to get paid? Or is he going to, because I think other teams are going to see the same, have that same view on him as a quarterback, which I don't, I don't know. I I feel like Lamar is a really special talent, I think he just needs to be coached. Like, gets He needs to be in a situation where he can be coached, and maybe that's not in Baltimore.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I'm not sure that what they're going to get it done but I mean, here's a couple teams that he would probably look scary in if he was to go like Miami or – I mean, hey, we're talking about San Francisco. If he was to go to San Fran with CMC, Debo, I mean, that offense probably look crazy as a pair to like – we don't know who we're going to get out of Trey Lance, but we know when we get out of know, Lamar Jackson so I feel so I mean <laughs> but um it's tough to say like you say but I think it's just the big knock on him is just the past two seasons injuries his style of play granted mm-hmm. what I will say about the style of play is if I had somebody to throw the damn ball to I wouldn't have to play like this
3: they so set him up for failure and it was like exactly yeah nah. Yeah,
1: you, you out here getting hurt. You running you know, your game is is based a lot on running the ball. But I mean, who I got to throw to? Ain't nobody open.
3: Yo, he'd be kind of <laughs> scary in the Niners system, bro. Like,
4: man, yo, you give
3: him, you give him CMC, an elite tight end, and a player like Debo Samuel. I mean,
1: mm. I mean, man, that's scary. I'd watch that, Seanahan. That's Sanahan calling cool. plays. Oh my god. Different. Yeah, scary hours.
3: <laughs> Go get one more weapon on that perimeter.
1: Problem, Sam. We, I was going to bring up your boy Sean Payton. We kind of briefly talked about it already, though. Uh, but if if it was a mistake trading three picks for for Sean Payton, but um, <laughs> just a little, just for a little shits and giggles here, uh, Tom Brady, unretired, just to get divorced, run a pass. <laughs> hey.
0: <laughs> now the math would be matching. I will say that, like the math would make
1: sense. There's up. no way you the come calculations. Back. They they pinpoint. <laughs>
2: There's and no this, way you yeah. come
3: and, back for one. And then and this man, I'm, taking a year off
2: it. before he starts. <laughs> I'm gonna run with it. If you wanted to be married, you wouldn't have gone back to play football. Like, and she had probably made it clear that she was out if he went back, and he was probably he like, said okay, word. He was, is <laughs> <Does> it work? <laughs> and she makes more money than him, so doesn't he get doesn't he get a little something in the divorce? It probably helped him financially. I doubt he's gonna win the custody, though. He's not gonna win the yeah, custody. That boy yeah, said he's gotta, okay I, with that. I gotta be a family <laughs> man. Yeah, I mean, yeah,
0: he wasn't already trying to be a family man, so like, you know, I guess, like <laughs>
3: that man said, he gonna take a whole. So he just retired after. His wife pretty much gave him ultimatum to come back, or you know, retire or continue <laughs> to play football. He continued to play throughout the season. knowing damn well that team was not winning no damn Super Bowl this year. That's retires. The crazy,
1: that's the crazy part.
3: Retires and then gonna say, "I'm not gonna start broadcasting until next year. I'm about to just chill."
4: Like
3: <laughs> uh, As he should
0: I know,
3: I know. what I'm just saying, like he he about to just he about to just he about to just do his thing, bro. Oh
0: sure. yeah, let's pop in Julian Braxton. He said, "We all oh, Julian just got here, so he don't really know."
4: <laughs> uh, Julian says,
0: say "We all cheer for Casey." I mean,
1: we I are cheering for a good sweet. game, Julian. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like you, my boy. I like you, my
4: boy.
0: All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said. Tom chucked up them deuces. Man said, I divorced Bill. What you think I'm going to do with you? <laughs> <What?
4: Damn.
0: laughs> that was bogus. <laughs> Yo, hey, y'all Yo. be funny as hell. I ain't going to lie. Y'all be funny as hell. <laughs> hey, that was a good one, though. That, <laughs> you know, hey, that's a great point. Yeah. I divorced
1: Bill.
0: What you think about it? Hey, listen. That was, <laughs> hey, I like that. I like that. Oh, uh, man. That's hilarious. Y'all, y'all really do be too funny. All right. <laughs> Is that the the it for the RPO? Yeah, that's all we
1: got. That's facts,
0: facts. So the next thing that we got here is the sports betting segment. All right, so this one is going to be a little bit different. We usually do the five fly here, but there's only one game. So we are going to talk about the spread first, but then we are going to get into some prop bets for the Super Bowl to complete our five fly. So we all took the Eagles, Julian. Surprise, surprise. Uh, um unfortunately and the spread for this game was minus one and a half the eagles are favorites at a neutral location in arizona are y'all taking the eagles to win by two or do you think KC can cover i'm yeah, taking right.
2: them by two yeah yeah. if i'm taking the eagles i'm not gonna say it's gonna be a one point game yeah all right all right yeah. so that's a clean sweep all right. Okay.
0: Yeah. That's why we have some prop bets going on over here. And I think there's some really interesting ones. All of these odds were presented by DraftKings. I will start with the first TD of the game. I can give you all some of the top odds first or, or I can just let you, or you could pick yours just
2: blind. It's up to you. I mean, I would guess Travis Kelsey's got to have the best odds, right? Or, like, like, the he is the no, most he does not have the best. Honestly. Highly fit. yeah, yeah. Like, uh,
3: so I, I probably, I
0: probably say it's one of the, I uh, probably Brown.
3: say, I probably say AJ Brown. I'm gonna say AJ Brown, I, yeah,
0: AJ I'm Brown, AJ, AJ Brown. Brown. Okay, look, Jalen Hurts has the best odds at plus 650, okay. right, to score the first touchdown. Travis Kelsey and Miles Sanders are tied for two with plus 700. Isaiah Pacheco is at three with plus eight hundred, and AJ Brown is at four with plus nine hundred. I, I mean, that's pretty yeah. nice. Gainwell is at like plus thirteen hundred. So, like, if you bet on that hundred dollars, <laughs> <No>. Gainwell, <laughs> you get thirteen hundred if he scores the first team. <laughs> so, like, that's a big money bet. Mahomes, interestingly enough, because it's not a passing touchdown, he would have to rush it. Is it plus twenty five hundred? <laughs> like, like that would go
1: crazy. Hey, yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I like Jalen Hurts because of his rushing ability, but yeah, that's that's tough, bro. That's tough. All
0: right. Of of these, who would you take? I'm, I'm like, my money would definitely be on Hurts. Like, because if they get to that red zone, you know what he's doing. Yeah. Quarterback power, mm-hmm. sneak, whatever. And they love it. Yeah. And they love it. Yeah. Julie's <laughs> like, damn, the, the home's odds is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, we actually talked about earlier how uh, Jalen Hurts did not throw for TD
4: mm-hmm. in the
0: conference championship game. The line on Jalen Hurts passing touchdowns is 1.5. <sighs> the over is at minus 105. So, you'd have to bet, you have to bet a, a 105 to win 100. Uh, and the under is at minus 125. Y'all taking Jalen Hurts two two touchdowns over and over under.
2: They have over. to be passing.
0: They have to be passing touchdowns. I'm not like because the rushing touchdowns, the odds for that are way better.
1: Like yeah, passing yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, I'm gonna go over. He got to go two. So he's gonna go yeah.
2: two. He, he he can go two. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the over also.
1: Ooh,
0: okay. I think okay. He can go too. Okay, I I'm gonna take the under. I think he's gonna I'm I think he's gonna get more than two, but he's gonna rush some of those. Mahomes is over under is two and a half, so he got to clear three over. to get the over over three. I'm a, I'm on the over. I think
3: he's gonna have to get three for this to be a good yeah. game.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Same. Oh, yo, Braxton says Mahomes scored the first touchdown in 2020. So keep that keep that in the back of your mind. Mm. You trying to bet the props. How to bet the props? Smart we man. will go to reception props. And I remember I talked to y'all about Jared McKinnon earlier, right? Mm-hmm. How, how I thought this was a good one. His reception props. The line is two and a half. Oh, I'm taking that. Yeah, like I'm I, taking I that. I <laughs> like that. I like that. That's money. Two and a half for uh for catches so i actually thought that was a big one the under actually is at plus 120 so i think like you like that's shocking like not shocking because like it's not likely but the over is minus 150 and i think that's like a tricky line but i would definitely cash on that one aj brown i thought this one was really interesting uh-huh. aj brown's line is five and a half the over is at plus one fifteen, so you bet hundred to win one fifteen. The under is at minus one forty five.
2: AJ Brown, six catches. Ooh, under. Okay, under. Yeah,
3: I, I think he can get the over. I, th- I think he can get six because I think I, like we talked about with the the DVS on the other mm-hmm. side. I think, I think they're gonna find ways to get him the ball in this type of game because that's Which why so you wrong. go get that guy. He, okay. he gonna
1: have like nine or ten. Even,
3: name, even if you don't even have a hundred, like even if you don't even OP, like he gonna he gonna get the targets.
1: Mm, Short yardage, like everything Just get the first down I think, yeah, yeah he, he gonna get 9 of 10 catches this game Oops. Ooh, nice yeah. Man, you taking That's an alt spread
0: the, yeah. You take the hell over <laughs> Yeah, like that's an alt spread right there You would clear crazy 60, money buddy. That's it like, <laughs> like, that's wild Okay, Travis Kelsey I like this one Uh, The odds are skewed in a way that like Basically kind of shitty because we know what's going to happen But the line is 6.5 for Travis Kelsey
3: Take it all
4: day. Take yeah. it all day. Minus day, 160. All day. All
1: day. Okay. Hey, twice on Sunday.
0: Twice <laughs> on Sunday. I right. go for Sunday. So all right. So I got all the prop bets for DraftKings up right now. If you all have any particular style of prop that you're interested in, but those were the five that I had set for our five fly, the categories. Are we set or are we trying to get some more going? Oh, I'm good. I bet that's money. Let's um move down to our fi- uh, second to last
2: segment, which is Sam with the fly route. So this segment is the fly route, and we're going to be talking about current events in sports and what the guys think should happen. And a lot of this has to do with the upcoming offseason free agency decisions. There are a lot of people going to be moving teams, So this week's fly route is about Derek Carr. It's been rumored, not even really lightly rumored, that the Las Vegas Raiders and Derek Carr are parting ways. They told him, go home. We're starting Jarrett Stidham. Um, At the end of the season, he said, cool, trade me, and I have a no-trade clause, so I better like it. Um, And so he has a ton of leverage in terms of he gets to pick where he wants to go, essentially, and can – Kind of force the Raiders' hands into releasing him if they can't come to a deal and if he doesn't want to empty the bank of whatever team he's trying to go to. So, what is the fly route for Derek Carr? I want y'all to each pick a team that y'all would like to see Derek Carr on. And if someone says your team, you have to pick another one. Um, you can say you agree with the first one, but pick an alternative one. So, I'm going to start out with Cliff on this one. Do you have a fly route for Derek Carr? Where do you want to see him in 2023, 2024? Um, Because
3: I don't know if they're going to release him to let him, you know, kind of go where he wants because they might want to get something for him. But um, I think a good move for him would, would because of the talent, uh, I, I'm gonna have to go with. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna rock with the Panthers. Ah,
0: oh,
3: damn. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out and rock with I the like Panthers and, and think mm-hmm. that. I mean, I think there's talent around them. Um, you know, oh, they got a really, they got a really good defense uh, that can help him. You know, manage the game. I think. I think the Panthers is probably a good fit.
0: Very close, Julian. Uh, Julian, it is Bears, Pats, Cowboys. You're right on all those three people, but Sam is a Saints fan, not a Bengals fan. Yeah, <laughs> he
2: just
0: he's just, he just rocking the Bengals. Yeah, I mean, Joey he he got birth. that charisma, got Sam switching sides. Hey, <laughs> bucket hat, <laughs> hey, bucket hat. Yeah. Buckethead Joe, I right. damn the Panthers were actually my pick, and I thought that pick was sneaky, bro. And you straight sniped it early. Hey, I got some then. Hey, I, I got an extra one for you. Okay, so I got two. Oh, no, only use one because I need mm-hmm. mine because I got some options. <laughs> Don't take both of mine. <laughs> okay, no, I, ahead. Ahead. I, not, I want to pick your first one. You. <laughs> now, go ahead. Uh, All you
4: right,
0: you
1: take one of mine, use the
0: other. All right, bet, 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 because I had I have a, other options, so. My other option, and I'm going to stay away from the the Jets. Like, I would like to see him on the Jets. The Jets' defense is fantastic. Derek Carr has never had, like, a not bottom five defense ever in his career, right? Which means Derek Carr is always playing from – Essentially behind even when you're ahead because the other team is going to catch up. So (laughs) that's also why he has like the most fourth quarter comebacks in the league, right? Because his defense is always giving up the goods. The Jets have a fantastic defense, good running back, a couple good wide receivers. Like this would actually be a ready-made situation for somebody with Derek Carr's talents. So I'm going to say the Jets.
3: Jets is my second team. I was going back and forth.
1: Man, I okay, uh, Listen, I got some sleepers in. I think I got the true sleepers over here. All right. So I'm hearing it. I'm gonna go with the Steelers. And the reason I say the Steelers, I mean, they haven't found a franchise quarterback. I mean, Miss Trubisky was a a fill in guy, a bridge type of player is what he's supposed to be. End up getting beat out or battling with Kenny Pickett, but. I don't think they think Kenny Pickett is the franchise guy. You go there and you do have some weapons to throw to you got Najee Harris coming out of the backfield and a really good defense.
3: You don't think that Mike Thomas spends a first round pick
1: on a queue as 20, that's 24, 25 Derek years Park? old. You I know what you're getting out of Derek Carr.
3: Yeah, and I know that might be the
1: problem. And (laughs) I know
3: he's older too. I I, in my personal opinion, I feel like I got the same thing, but he's younger already. If if not if not close to the same thing already, as far as his Kenny Pickett's progression. I think Kenny Pickett's gonna be solid. I don't think
1: he's gonna be spectacular. Derek Carr. I don't think he'll get to the play of Derek Carr though.
0: I just think person. it's wild if you already spent your first just the last year, yeah, and tough. he and y'all didn't even have a losing record with him. Like, yeah. it's just, it's just like those two things in combination with each other <laughs> make it a little bit hey, of a harder sell so, for me. So you
1: gonna tell me you don't trust Mike Tomlin now? Man, ain't had to lose well, a losing record.
0: I trust Mike Tomlin, which oh, is okay. why I don't think he'd do it because that would kind of be him saying he fucked up.
1: Right? And he don't that's, fuck that's
0: up. That's real like shit, that. though, Yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, I know he, I just went hey, out first on this guy us,
1: right up. here because everybody was said question I question reached. It was, <laughs> it was. It was players play fuck up. Players fuck up sometimes. They do. <laughs> players hey. fuck up. It was either there or the commanders for me. Commanders. Oh, no. Hell no yeah, for Derek Carr, I, but yes. like for the
0: Commanders, <laughs> hell yeah, yeah. That, Derek Carr is not waving that no would, trade cloth. He would
3: he would be an elite <laughs> level quarterback for for them picking up like that, that. He'd be elite level for for the Commanders. I feel like I'd be is...
0: with the Raiders forever if
1: they tried that shit and I was him. <laughs> I mean, but he, he would like, Y'all elevate really their try offense though. Like both of those teams, I feel like he would elevate those offenses and they would be able to get more production and score more points. And both of them have really solid, well, the commanders kind of disappointed, but both of them supposed to have really solid, solid defenses. So that's something that he would also have. He would go with, on one end, you got Deontay Johnson, who can be a number one if you catch the fucking ball. On the other end, you got Scary Terry, who is a true number one and a playmaker. <laughs> don't act like Deontay Johnson dropping the ball. Y'all know who you don't. Hey, what? let's
3: be let, We know who the real <laughs> number one is going to be there for real, for real.
1: Pickens.
2: But yeah, that's he, what I'm saying. That you got, yeah, that boy different. We thinking the same thing. He yeah, I was surprised what AJ said. I was surprised no one said the Saints because I feel like that's one of the mm. pre realistic ones that at least we we kind of heard about in the news that both sides might be interested. They're having a meeting or had a meeting. Um, what
1: can y'all give up for this man? Because what I don't remember y'all having much. That's
3: my why.
4: <laughs> That's well, they line. just he got a get bunch
2: cut. Where,
3: the,
1: where they got Sean
0: Payton to the Broncos. They just actually got three picks. You're right. You're so right. they have oh, yeah. stuff now. Okay. I didn't say it because I thought you were going to say it inevitably, Sam, personally. So, like, I had a list of teams. The, I had, Sorry. like, four teams, yeah. but I didn't think all of them were good. Uh, and the, yeah. the, the Steelers <laughs> did not make that <laughs> list, my guy. Like, That's I had sneaky. four teams, three of them were good, and it was the Panthers, Jets, Saints. And then I had the Falcons down there, but, like, I feel similarly to the Commanders as the Falcons, where Derek Carr would be like, it's ain't a no fucking way. You are sending me to a win. Nope. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, I would go
1: to the Steelers or the Commanders before I go to the Falcons. I don't know about the Commanders, but. At, at least
2: the Commanders have receivers. Well, I mean, the Falcons do have receivers. They just don't throw. Oh, they them got
1: ball. No. They
2: have Kyle, have Kyle Pitts. Pitts and Drake London.
1: He a tight end and oh, they don't throw him the ball. Yo, but Drake right, London that don't, don't, mean like, don't, don't, don't mean nothing now. It's twenty twenty three. What else do they have? mean nothing.
3: We <laughs> talk about <laughs> two guys. <laughs> hey,
0: hey, okay. They, to be fair, Tyler Algier was balling this year. Okay, okay. He didn't even start the whole season and cleared That's a thousand good. yards. Like he was out here. He was out here. Like, I I want to say that as a, like he was really out here. Um, but no, I would I think the Saints is are a good option, especially, but like what are they gonna do? Like they have Cap. They in Cap
1: Hale still. Yeah, bruh. How'd that and, happen to their cap?
0: Uh, because they kept selling out to
2: try to make it happen with Drew.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, re- it's really a
2: a, a lot <laughs> of a lot of commitment to defense. And then I mean Taysom Hills getting the bag, Kamara's getting the bag, had to pay Mike Thomas, had to pay Drew. Just a bunch of shit, but, you know, yeah, Sean's definitely not frugal.
1: Hey, don't sleep on hey, my picks now. If he go to the Steelers or Commanders, bro, I will apologize to he you. He's not going to the
3: Steelers. I can see the Commanders, though, but I don't see the Commanders, though, because of the no trade clause. Like, I don't see him wanting to go there. Like,
1: <laughs> He's <started> cutting everybody. <laughs> yeah. because they got to start cutting people, though, because for we're real. Honest.
0: Trades and cuts have to happen for Noah to get up.
3: Regardless if, if he gets traded, he got the no trade clause. And if he get if he's a free agent, he's not about to choose to go
1: there. Like, yeah, if he's a free agent, we taking that off the off the table.
3: He got a no trade clause. He not he don't want to go. You think he wanna to go to Washington? They
1: no they, I'm they, it,
3: they in the it, midst of an owner change, a, they they whole organization is in shambles right now
1: this was based on him getting traded that's what, that's what these was hey <laughs> he says michael Thomas needs
0: to come to kc and all I will say is be careful what to, you wish for he just need that to play man ain't now. seen <laughs> that man ain't seen a football field in a hot to, minute he just need Take to play football. Him. <laughs> Which, yeah, like, play football. I, like be careful what you wish for like he'll, he'll
2: passive aggressively tweet about your team for three years and not play <laughs> but, <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. AJ says Michael Thomas is getting cut for sure. I hope, like, I think they're trying to trade him, but who's trying to take that?
1: No, yeah, like, but he's not be being. They restructured his deal, though.
3: But he's not healthy. Yeah.
1: They've got to his deal. The yeah.
3: Cowboys got a six for Amari Cooper. <laughs> what you think you're getting <laughs> for <from> Michael Thomas? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, AJ, and stop. If, and, if, and if they no. get more.
3: Oh nah.
0: He said, okay, I would not trade for him on the Bears, but if he gets cut and you got to sign him for a new deal, that's incentive-laden like AJ is saying, like I take the risk just because I know the talent. Right? He's not the Agreed. type
2: to sign an incentive-laden deal.
0: You yeah, all just trade it for a receiver. You're not,
3: you're yeah, not gonna, but Chase Claypool is not the answer. I, I don't know how many times, and you, and that you right going, so so you put Michael Thomas and Chase Claypool next to each other based off him not playing the past few years and say, Man, we're getting a, a, a way better player.
0: Uh, I think the ceiling on Michael Thomas is higher than the ceiling on Chase Claypool,
3: he probably done reached his ceiling.
0: Yeah, and that's higher than the ceiling on
3: Chase Claypool. That's all I'm but I'm remember. saying he probably reached it and ain't played in two years. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Okay, to yeah. so be
0: fair, in the games Michael Thomas played this year, were oh, not many. He was he was killing it. He looked like Michael Thomas. Now, beat
2: the Falcons single handedly week one and then <laughs> goodbye. Yeah, that doesn't called.
0: say a lot though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, he ain't lying. Uh, but like. <laughs> Outside of that, like, I'm outside of, like, that particular situation, like, nah. I just think Michael Thomas, if he's healthy and on the field, you kind of know he's a guy. I feel confident in that statement. Mm -hmm. I don't think you do, based off the way you're looking at me right now, but I feel confident in that statement. Not with Um, all
3: the time he's missed. I just feel like, and, and I just feel like you're, how much time he's lost, like, He's also getting older in that time, like, and I feel like, we're, we're, is he still elite? We don't know. Yeah, yeah,
0: I don't, I, I don't know, I don't know, but I do like Darnell Mooney. I hope he comes back strong off that injury. That's if gonna he be becomes
1: available. Somebody's gonna take that risk, though. I, like, well,
0: I think yes. If he gets cut, one hundred percent, yeah. Um, and it, it'd be right. Uh, yo, they said. <laughs> Michael Thomas (laughs) just wasn't about getting hurt playing with backup QB. (laughs) Might be right. What was his excuse last
2: year and the year before? (laughs) So
0: two years ago, he played hurt, and that's why he was he missed the whole year because he played hurt for Drew's last year. Like he actually put it all on the line, messed up his messed up his ankle even more than he should have because he wanted to try to make that run with Drew. That and run Tom Brady, said, Tom Brady, Tom Brady shut nah. that shit down too. So Drew Arm <laughs> said, Hell no. I
3: am all got a noodle arm, boy. Oh, like, yeah. a- absolute hot garbage. Uh yikes, yikes.
0: Yeah, Sam. That's your boy. What you got, what you gotta say about that? <laughs> His arm said we have a break. Oh, movie.
2: yeah. I mean, he, he was done, bro. He took too yeah. many hits, but <laughs>
3: that was done yeah. in the dirt.
2: That's the most hey, underrated quarterback in the history of the league. <laughs>
3: Hey,
0: Hey, he was a great quarterback. I give him that. He was. He was. And I think, like, at this point, someone will take a chance on Michael Thomas. And, like, it's hard not to, considering just, like, what you know he can do when he's healthy and what you saw Mm -hmm. last year. The question is, will he stay that way?
2: He's, like, a degree away from Antonio Brown vibes. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) That's aggressive. (laughs) That's just an
0: aggressive <laughs> statement. I'm not. Away. I'm not letting you get that <laughs> a one off. Away from it you like, he, like that is a way too close call to say he's a, a single degree away. Maybe like, like, like
4: three, three, three degrees.
0: He has a cryotherapy. His feet off. He hasn't uh, uh, sexually assaulted trainers. He hasn't called out an owner. as like the the list of things he has to do to get a degree away from Antonio Brown. He's a few
2: degrees away. He's a few degrees away. (laughs) He'll get there. (laughs) Like, like, I'm not letting you get that one off. He might be a little toxic, but I don't know if he's
3: on
0: that level. Look, Antonio Brown is a wild (laughs) comparison. Yeah.
2: That might be like, That's what?
3: definitely extreme, bro. He yeah. might
2: be more Kyrie than Antonio Brown. Okay, I'll give you that. He, he might be hey, toxic.
0: I will. I will spot you more Kyrie <laughs> than Antonio Brown because Kyrie, when he at work, he crazy good at work. <laughs> <laughs> like, when he at work, he is he is giving people crazy work. Fast. <laughs> We're done with the fly route. That leaves us with the final segment, the ballers bouquet with Cliff.
3: Too often, the media points out the negative things that players do. Uh, we like to try to point out the positive things they do in the community. Uh, so I rode with uh, Brandon Graham uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. You know they're in the Super Bowl, so only rightfully so. Uh, so Team Graham, Brandon's fun, offers his time and resources to various organizations, and <clears throat> excuse me, and causes in his hometown of Detroit. Michigan, including mentoring children, and, proving, and providing clothes, food to families in the need of city of Philadelphia, as he's done since back dating back to 2018. Uh, he's once again is active with the Eagles Autism Foundation, including donating to his time this year to the Radiothon, which supports hospitals' goals to provide um, children and their families the best care possible. He's also volunteers with many nonprofit organizations such as March of Dimes, Make a Wish Foundation, Ronald McDonald House, uh, American Heart Association, and Liberty USO. Uh, so big shout out to Brandon Grant and uh we're gonna see if the Eagles can take it home this this week with all our picks
0: hey yo Julian just said did y'all see the NBA trade which prompted me to Look it up, and I didn't want to interrupt. Jesus Christ! Oh, yeah, Jesus Christ! Like 13 minutes ago. Oh my yeah, I gosh. I didn't want sure. to interrupt, but I'm pumped. God! Wow! Russell Westbrook. Le- hey, LeBron <laughs> did. Sh- LeBron shipped that man off. He had been trying for quite some
2: time. Uh, okay, <laughs> that is crazy. Do you have the exact details, Sam? Wow. Yeah. So the Lakers get uh, D'Angelo Russell, Jared Vanderbilt, and Malik Beasley. They send a 2027 protected first per pick one through four. So if it's the first through the fourth pick, the Lakers keep it. Um, and Russell Westbrook to the Jazz. And the Timberwolves get Mike Conley and a second. And the Lakers are also sending Juan Toscano Anderson and Damian Lee. Or Damian Jones, Damian Jones, to uh the Jazz as well. So Lakers are trading Damian Jones, Juan Toscano, Russ, and a lightly protected first for D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, uh, and the Timberwolves are adding Mike Conley and some second round picks. And hey, listen, all I'm gonna say is the Nets and the Lakers keep on trading
1: for players they drafted. Can we stop doing this? <laughs> hey, Magic, jo- Magic,
2: Magic Johnson traded D'Angelo Russell for for like recording someone saying they were cheating on their wife. He, he's not here that. anymore. They should have traded Swaggy P, not the good rookie. Also. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh
0: yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I'm also glad the Bulls aren't involved in that. I don't know what they're gonna do because there's a lot of rumors surrounding them, but I feel like we're gonna stand pat.
2: They're so. saying the Bulls might if the Jazz buy out Rust, the Bulls are interested in signing him. The Bulls and the Clippers. I mean if he's bought out, sure. Like yeah, what's the yeah. risk? Uh the Bulls need to just damn. blow it up, like
1: I don't know what y'all Leave doing. us alone, bro. Chill. <laughs> like, I, leave us alone.
0: Like, I I, I I, know it's not looking good. I know it's looking bad. I know it's looking
1: horrible. But leave <laughs> us alone. <laughs> hey, I, and the thing is, I really like the Rosen. I really like Levine. And y'all got a lot of nice other players, too. And I just don't know. Y'all just can't put it together.
2: Like, I don't know what it is. If Lonzo were ever healthy, they would probably be good. And also, Vucevic gets paid too much. Yeah, but you knew that when they traded for him. Yeah, like, that's that. Like that's just <laughs> like like you picked your own poison with that one.
0: Like you got it's
2: really the Lonzo thing that has y'all kind of down bad right now because that's like a hundred million dollars just not on the court. Yep. Yeah.
0: And, and like, he was the perfect player for what we needed too. like, as AJ said, we need a real point guard. He was willing to take less shots, distribute the ball, mm-hmm. like spot up three like, amazing you know, defense, defense, everything, yeah. everything we needed. Like, honestly, it's sad. It's sad. that like, we don't I don't know if he'll ever play a game, man.
2: Yeah, like, they say he can like barely walk.
0: Well, he can walk, but he still has pain in his knee when he tries to do any ramp-up activities. I think but they, they don't upstairs.
1: know why. Oh, yeah, man,
0: that makes sense. yeah, that's the real problem. It's like, they do not know why he has pain in his knee.
1: He got that Ben Vincennes dog in him.
0: That's not true, bro. Because, mm-hmm. like, Lazo would play if he was healthy. Like... Don't do that, that's just rude. Like, <laughs> like I'm serious, like that's just rude. Like, it is, it is, and you know it's rude. Like, I am just, you yeah, know I'm just it's rude. joking. Like, don't compare he, Lonzo Ball to Uh
2: he has like a degenerative heel ankle tendon thing, and then he's torn his meniscus like twice. Yeah, like it's just sad, man.
1: It's just yeah, sad. I like Lonzo. It it is. Um, it's just a lot of money, like you said, it's tied up. Oh, man.
2: Someone who worked that hard to fix that broke ass jump shot he had to become a good three point shooter, you gotta respect it. Yeah,
0: for sure. It's it, so like it's tough to see. I hope that he. I hope the. I hope they figure it out. But like the fact that like the <laughs> NBA doctors don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> T.O., like, really uh, you, like you,
4: know,
0: <laughs> yo, you really out here trying to right. get out of today. Hey, I, I like my like, hey, boy. It don't like sound it. like it. It sounds like you don't fuck with him at all. <laughs> <laughs> this behavior of yours. But, like, yeah, NBA doctors can't figure it out and all the other doctors you have on, like, your own, like, like think about it. Think These are the best. Best doctors in yeah. the world, because yeah. they're not just like the NBA's doctors, but he's also like a multi, multi, multi millionaire. Still can't get the shit figured out himself either. Like, yeah, he's multiple doctors,
1: and, and nobody can figure it out.
0: Like, yeah, yeah, I don't blame the front office either, because like, yeah, we thought Lonzo was like had some past injuries and was injury prone, but we didn't think awesome like he'd get hurt know. and never get back on the
3: court. But, yeah.
0: Like, that's the crazy part.
2: He yeah, definitely I mean, earned the bag. He did. And,
0: like, I'm, like, not mad that he has it. It just sucks to be a Bulls fan when, like, he was really the missing piece. Like, you remember, T.O., on this pot, I was stumping for Lonzo to the Bulls saying yeah. it was, like, the perfect thing possible. And then it came true. All my mm-hmm. wishes came true. And it's been a very, very sad situation. Man, this man crying on the
1: podcast. Stop hey, it. It's a man.
0: Stop <laughs> it. I can't stand you right now. This is like <laughs> I can't stand you. Right, I bad, can't stand you. Okay. 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 Uh I, I okay. We are going to wrap up there because this is um just rudeness. Um, by by you here talking about you can't understand.
4: Oh I can't crying, stay
0: bro. The, <laughs> friend, leave me alone. I right? Leave me alone. I'm done. That was it for episode one of the Fly Round mm-hmm. Podcast. We appreciate each and every single one of y'all for listening, and we can't wait to see what happens in the Super Bowl. We'll holler at y'all soon.
4: The,
3: the, 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 the Fly, fly Round Pod. The Fly Round Pod. The Fly Round Pod. The Fly Round Pod.